Hi, I'm Gavin. I'm Ryan. And welcome back to The Sound Project. So something's different today. Unfortunately. I'm sitting on the the right side of the table. Well, left uh, the camera. But yep. uh, why do you think that is? I don't know. Not for anything that I had a, <laughs> any doing or saying. <laughs> so, so Ryan... Uh, He's not thrilled about this, but lately he's been uh, interviewing, uh, like he interviewed myself, he also interviewed Oscar, he interviewed Luke, um, he's also going to interview other people on our staff, yep. but today we're going to interview Ryan. And he's not thrilled about it, no. but everybody <laughs> should be excited about this, because Ryan's a great guy, important part of our team, and I think people are going to like uh, to know a little bit more about you. There's been a little so. bit of like pieces <laughs> throughout episodes where people are like, oh, Ryan's from Kokomo. Oh, Ryan's, you know, and but like we call it the Ryan lore yeah. internally. <laughs> um, but uh, today we're just going to straight up ask questions. Yep. And uh, and you're going to have fun answering them. I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot Luke was adding the little bits of Ryan lore like In throughout the, the mm-hmm. early episodes. Yep. Yeah. So, so uh, we're going to start by um, maybe just give a, a little bit of a background about um, you know, where you grew up, how you got into music and, yeah. and, uh, kind of start from there. Cool. Um, so I lived in Kokomo, um, Indiana, which is about an hour North of Indy. Um, my entire family is from Buffalo, New York though. So I claim that also. <laughs> um, and then as far as getting into music, um, so my parents started me out in lessons like early on. So played trumpet, uh, piano, and then my brother and my uncle always played guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up just always hearing them playing guitar. Um, and so that was like, all right, yeah, like I want to do that. So my aunt and uncle had this tradition that when they don't have kids of their own, but when a niece or nephew turned 12, they got to go spend a month of the summer with them. Um, so that's so like everyone else. So especially the fact that I lived in Indiana, Um, I got to go spend the month in New York, um, in Buffalo with them. Um, and so my younger brother and I, so my older brother is the one that played guitar originally. And then my younger brother and I were very, very close. So even though he wasn't 12 yet, we both went at the same time. Um, so then we stopped at a, I think it was at like a target or something. Um, and my uncle came walking out with two electric guitars. And so that was like, so he bought us our first guitars. Wow. Um, so that was when I was 12. Um, and then by the way, my uncle gave me my first guitar as well. No, we have that in common. That's super cool. Yeah. So I, I still have mine. Um, so it's like a, uh, it's a Vinci is the brand. It's like an off brand of Washburn. Um, and it's nothing crazy, but it actually like plays really well. Like I love that guitar. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so still have that guitar. Um, my mom put me in lessons for a little bit. Um, that wasn't totally my thing. Like, I mean, we'd hear like songs here and there. Um, but I did a lot of like self-taught stuff as well. Um, so did that. And then, um, and then continued guitar, like, so I ended up majoring in guitar performance um, in college along with a media production degree. Um, so I double majored for that. Um, and I still play guitar. I'm in a band with you. Um, That's true. Yeah. So new guitarist of Rivet Shack. Um, I've played in like different studios as well, like as a session player. Um, so yeah. So guitar has been my primary. 
Um, I play piano as well, but that one is more of like a, that's a for me thing opposed yeah, to like something I didn't people. even know. I didn't know that you played piano. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. I do play piano. Um, and that was another, like I took lessons, um, in college as well, like for classical piano. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's one again, like I don't play out very often. Like one band that I played, um, played with in Fort Wayne for a while. Um, I played keys for them and that was like the first time I ever played keys out. Wow. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so play and then trumpet. I still have like my trumpet, but I don't play it very often. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then I, and then also like with the audio recording degree in college, um, I started recording, I want to say in like middle school is when I first started. So it was like running sound in my church, mm-hmm. um, and doing things like that. And then I also worked at a local music store. Um, so we would do like small recordings there, running live sound, things like that. Um, so that just carried through. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, in college, did a lot of sessions, still run live sound here and there. So yeah, yeah that's very cool. Um, so you went to uh, high school with Oscar, yes, uh, who's yep. also on staff here, and um, so that's kind of a small world. It's just like being yeah. able to uh, like later on, much later on in life, like end up working with him. Uh, yeah, and uh, um, that's actually kind of how you found out about us to yeah. originally, right? Yeah, I would definitely contribute my being here to Oscar <laughs> um, because it was when I was a sales engineer at Sweetwater. Um, and so part of that training program is it's like a three-month training program and part of it is you teaching an acoustics class. Yeah. Um, and so Oscar and I have been in touch, you know, since high school. Like we were friends in high school. Um, we kept in touch through college and all of that. Um, so he knew I was working at Sweetwater Um, and he had texted me the day that you were going there and he was like, Hey, like Gavin's going in, like, make sure you introduce yourself. Um, so I did. And then we kind of became friends through that. So anytime that you'd come to Sweetwater, you know, we would go out bowling or go to dinner or whatever. Um, and so, and then once my wife and I moved here, then that's when like the job kind of became a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That (laughs) was, uh. Uh, I remember sitting uh, in the conference room with Oscar and uh, our company has grown a lot uh, in in a short amount of time. And uh, uh, Oscar and I handled pretty much all of the new inquiries and and discovery calls with people and uh, doing proposals and sending them out. And it just got to be to the point where it's like we were still handling it, but we weren't like taking care of it, right. You know, like, like treating it with the, the, you know, um, which with how much, um, focus you need to have on something like that. Yeah. And we were sitting in the conference room, kind of having a sales meeting about like, okay, what proposals are going out? Like, have we gotten information back to these people? Have you set up discovery calls? Um, and, uh, a big thing with our company is just communication. Like yeah. we want to get back to people in, in, um, um, a good amount, you know, in, in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, man, it's starting to get to the point where we can't handle this. And we were trying to identify like, okay, well, what type of job description would it be for someone to do this? And uh, we didn't get very far in the job description side of things, but we (laughs) did. Your name came up immediately for both of us. We were just like, wow, like Ryan lives here now. And um, I think he'd be great at this. And I I just reached out and um, see if you were interested. So Yeah. And a couple breakfast meetings and coffee (laughs) after and... Yeah, yeah, here we are. Here you are. Yeah, two years later. Yeah, that's, which yeah, is that's, awesome. It's wild. It's a. Uh, I, I remember, um, uh, you know, with with you coming on board, it's like we've never had. You know, your your titles, business development manager. Mm-hmm. We've never really uh, before you came on. We did very little outreach. Like yeah. we didn't do a whole lot of. Um, 
um, you know, uh, we were just reacting to what came in. But For a sure. big part of your job is that outreach piece, yeah. um, which I think you enjoy. Yeah, I love it. And it's been a lot of fun. And it's been, it's kind of cool how all of my previous jobs in the industry um, so from like working at Sweetwater to working for a repping firm, um, to like, you know, in studios and tours and things like it all kind of comes together here because of all the contacts that I had from that. Like mm-hmm. now I'm able to help them on the acoustical side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's cool. And it's fun to be back in the audio industry too, just because like once COVID hit, I kind of made a shift into the IT world. Um, and so that's when my wife and I first moved to Carmel, like I was in it, so it's been nice to like be back in the MI field as yeah. well. Like, cause music is like the original passion and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and a lot of, uh, well, I guess what's a typical day, if there is a typical day for you, what is that like around here? <laughs> um, man, it varies a lot. Um, I guess. I mean, I cover it more so on responsibilities than a typical day. Yeah. Um, but like it always starts out with emails um, Mm -hmm. just in like replying to any potential sales. Um, And a lot of that is, you know, either like the initial outreach to get a meeting scheduled about to talk about what we do and how we might fit into someone's project um, to like, maybe we've already had that initial meeting. So now it's like, all right, like where are you at in the process? Like what can I do to maybe better fit into your budget or like, what can I do to better cater to your project? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it is that. And then there's the actual like new outreach thing um, to where it's like, all right, like especially with trade shows coming up, um, it's reaching out to manufacturers and seeing like, hey, like I see you're on the list. Like, will you have time for us to meet about how we could start working together? Yeah. Um, and so a lot of it is just that relationship building. Um, whether it be with, you know, architect firms or manufacturers or record labels or universities, like just finding those new niches that we can fit into, but still add value to. Um, so that's the, that's a big part. Um, and now, now that cam's here, um, he handles a lot of the social media stuff. Um, but before I was also doing all the social media and everything. Um, so cam's been a huge help, like relieving some of that. Um, and so, yeah, so, but I'll still like oversee everything that we're doing on the social media and marketing side. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of it is like kind of cam's brain at this point to Mm -hmm. where he's coming up with a lot of the ideas on his own. So Mm -hmm. I've kind of transitioned out of that. Um, but it's more so like just the overarching, like, yeah, that's our voice. And you know, that fits the, the have stick designs motto kind of deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do a lot of that. And then all the proposals that we send out, you know, are usually I'm the one making them and doing that. And then just looking for new opportunities, like what places, you know, could use our help that we haven't worked with and things like that. And then just also managing and like keeping up with all the relationships that we've already built. Yeah. (laughs) And anchoring this podcast. Yeah. yeah, This was your idea, you know, to, to do this podcast and, and it's been fun to, to do this with you over the the last year or so. Yeah. Not quite a year, but I can't believe. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're, I think at the, by the end of the year, we would have released 41, 41 episodes, I think. Wow. Um, since we didn't start at the very beginning of the year, but yeah, it's just crazy that it's like, wow, like (laughs) we have people watching us. Right. Um, but yeah. What would you say as far as like, what do you enjoy the most as far as your responsibilities or working here in general? Like what is yeah. your, what, what, what's the thing that when you wake up in the morning, I, I can't wait to do that. Um, so there's a couple of things. Um, one, I love our team. Um, I've, I think I've probably said it on other podcasts, but like 
our team is like a family. Um, and like, I really kind of take that to heart. Um, especially like, as you all know, like as we're focusing on like hitting our yearly goals and things Mm -hmm. like, like the team is really like my driving force behind that. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing is like just meeting new people. Like, um, I get to talk to a lot of really cool people. Um, and I'm not just like talking about the people that are like, you know, full-time musicians, but just like some people that are just doing this for fun, like are some of the coolest people I've ever talked to. Um, so love meeting new people. And then also like the people that I've already met, but I'm still working with, um, like just some of the professional relationships that I get to work with them frequently. Like I love the relationships that we're, you know, building. And then lastly is just like, I love the fact that like we can see the progress on, you know, all the outreach that we're doing, all the social media, and like we can directly tie that to the business growing is really, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, yeah. So I just, I enjoy like making it grow and, you know, watching it just get bigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, I was curious too, like besides the three hour acoustics course at Sweetwater that you took that I gave, yeah. Um, how much acoustical training did you have before you came here? Um, not much. <laughs> so I, um, I did have an acoustics class um, in college, mm-hmm. um, and that was okay. I had a I had a GA instead of like a faculty member teaching it, and mm-hmm. so it was. Some days was great, some days weren't. It's sure. fine, um, but um, yeah, that was like the only formal training in acoustics yeah. that I had. <laughs> like so, which is also crazy to think about because I like now I would say like I have a decent knowledge of it, and yeah. so and it's all just from like being around you guys, like. And hearing you guys talk about it and then me being able to talk about it in my calls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, though, I had no. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think you, like over the last year and a half or so, you've just grown so much in on that side of things. And because yeah. you're on all these discovery calls with people and yeah. questions come up. And after every call that that those questions come up, you either come to me and say, like, how do I answer this? Because I, I didn't know on the spot. So I told him I'd check with you first. Yeah. And, and uh, but, you know, now it's less and less frequent that you have to ask any questions. Which yeah, is for sure. Cool. So hopefully I'm giving the right information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you're right, though. Like just between like hearing you talk about it more around the office, hearing like all of the rest of the team talk about like, oh, I'm you know, maybe I'm trying to accomplish this. So this is the material I'm using, you know, it's what's the osmosis, right? Mm-hmm. Nowhere. It's just like just being around it. You're naturally going to catch on. And so, right. yeah, it's, and then by me talking to other people about it and kind of having to teach them about it, um, just like reinforces it all that much more. So oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, one feedback I constantly get from people, which I love is, um, when they talk to you on the phone, they're just like, man, Ryan's great. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's, uh, and it's, important for me too um to, to hire people that are good people you know yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I, I always um you know we have our our core values and it's this podcast was named after that the sound project <laughs> yeah and, and uh you exemplify all of those things but i i constantly get feedback from people just saying like wow um, you know, Ryan was so cool to talk to, and then you're cool to talk to, <laughs> you know, it's, it's something where it's really, uh, really nice that it's yeah. a consistent, um, uh, experience for people. That's super cool. And I mean, and like I said, like, it's so easy to talk about what we're doing. And then the fact that everyone that we're talking to is super awesome too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan Monet is like a current project that we have going right now. And it's like, Ryan and I talk like on the side now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. um, it's just one of those things. Like we just hit it off like right away. And so, mm-hmm. um, 
No, I mean, I'm glad that people have that impression. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's kind of cool to hear that, but it's just like, I'm just being myself. Like, that's, that's all it takes. Because I, yeah. I think people see through it if you're being disingenuous and you're not being yourself because you're trying to make a sale happen. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, people could can tell that right away. And that's yeah. why we're not pushy when it comes to the sales side of things. It's like, um, yeah. uh, if we're the right fit, that's awesome. Let's do this. If yeah. we're not. Let's see if we can figure out what is the right fit for you somewhere else, or uh, if we can, you know, change our services up a little bit. But for sure, uh, you know, no one likes to feel pressure. It, it, this I always say that you know, building a studio, yeah, there's stress involved with it, and it's you know always takes longer maybe than you th- you would hope it would. Sure. However, it still should be fun. Yeah, like hundred percent. You know, and I, I think that people get that when they talk to you at first. That's one of those things that like with a studio build, you know, it's either your career and you're probably loving it because Mm -hmm. you get to do what you love or it's someone that, you know, they've waited a long time to be able to like build, like maybe building a studio has been their lifelong dream and now they finally get to do it. Um, So it's just like, yeah, that should be enjoyable. Like, sure. There's going to be some stress moments and things like that. And it's, and it can be expensive, (laughs) but, um, but ultimately like it should be a really cool experience that, you know, even like with our process, you know, like with the renderings and like, even with the floor layout, like you should enjoy that. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's a big deal. It's a lot of fun. For a lot of people, it's a lifelong dream. You know, it's like, and and the fact that we get to make that happen in some way, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun job. It is. Yeah. Um, so switching from work mode to let's talk more personally about (laughs) you. Cool. I know you want to do that. Although you're loosening up now at the first part of the episode, it seemed like you didn't want to do this. And now I think you want to go probably at least another 45 minutes. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> 18 minutes. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. with you personally, like, uh, tell me a little bit about like what you like to do outside of work and, and, uh, yeah. all that. Um, so as I meant, like, as I mentioned earlier, like I'm married. So, um, my wife Lexi and I actually grew up together. Um, so we've known each other pretty much our whole lives. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and then, um, we've been married for four years now, which is super cool. Um, yeah. Um, and she, she's a nurse. Um, so yeah, so she does that. And then, um, we just recently got a puppy. So yeah, we have a puppy Corgi. Her name is Cece. Um, Very cute. She is in puppy school. She's about four months old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, and then um, as I mentioned too, like I have two brothers. I'm the middle child, um, so I have an older brother and a younger brother. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them are involved in music as well. Um, my older brother was actually in a touring band for a while. He was signed to a label and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my younger brother is um, in graphic design, so mm-hmm. he does a lot of good work. He's actually the one that designed our podcast logo for the yes. Sound Project. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really close with my family. My parents still live in Kokomo, so I see them frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, My in-laws also live in Kokomo. Um, So Lexi's parents, funny enough, actually live um, about a mile and a half down the road from my parents. (laughs) So, but naturally we waited till we're an hour apart to start dating. (laughs) And I decided... (laughs) That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Another similarity because... That's right. I started dating Erica um, uh, like a month or so before I left for college. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and then I decided that an hour wasn't long enough. So I moved to Fort Wayne, which was an hour and a half away. (laughs) Just wanted Um, to test it. Yeah. yeah. And it, it turned out fine. It it worked out great. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then as far as like what I like doing on the side, um, I, I still play guitar a lot. I play piano quite a bit as well. 
Um, I still like try to record as much as I can. Um, mm -hmm. as you know, I'm like in the process of, uh, trying to find a place for an actual studio, which I'm very excited about. What is the name of the studio? <laughs> so the name of the studio is Panda Soundhouse. Um, your, so your business partner told me that I should start, uh, describing it as I say it's Panda because that's what my spirit animal is. <laughs> um, but the true story is, so my mom used to make our Halloween costumes when we were kids. Um, so I was very fortunate for that, but because of that, our Halloween costumes were also very elaborate. Mm -hmm. Um, so my mother made me a panda outfit. <laughs> Is it possible um, to get a photo of this to I, include <laughs> in the podcast? I will have to, uh, I'm sure my mom has a picture somewhere. I will see if I can find it. Yeah. We'll pull the Steve Alford for <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it was like two years when I was like very, very young. I was a panda for Halloween. Yeah. And so um, it and it was one of those things that um, so I went to like a really small middle school. Mm -hmm. um, and so we had like a graduating like a graduation when we graduated eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And our like all of our parents made this PowerPoint that had or the slideshow or whatever that had um, photos of when we were growing up and mm -hmm. all that. Um, well, my parents put the panda picture in there. And then come high school, a bunch of my friends from the middle school also went to the same high school I did. So I walked in first day freshman year with the panda picture posted all over my locker. <laughs> um, so it was one of those things. I used to be embarrassed about it, and sure. now I just embrace it to the yeah. point that I'm naming a studio after That's it. Right? <laughs> no, it's awesome. Um, I remember first day when you came into the office, you had a, a few panda trinkets that were and i was like what's the deal with the panda so i do yep i have like a panda with like a little stereo like on a shoulder and then i have a big panda mug yeah, yeah. i have lots of panda things all right <laughs> well you know i i think it's cool yeah yeah like it, i said i'm leaning into it now yeah. so <laughs> so <laughs> yeah let's talk about that if you're okay with it uh yeah um the panda panda soundhouse like yeah uh, what are your your dreams for that yeah so um the big thing is I just want to get back into mixing. Um, it, that was like something I really love doing. Um, and I found for a while while I was working in the industry that, um, it actually like kind of pulled me away from wanting to do more music on the side mm -hmm. just because it was my job. Um, where this is like a good balance where it's like, you know, I'm not talking gear all day or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, and so, so yeah, so I talked to my wife about it. Um, and it was one of those things that like, I had like a smaller studio when I was in Fort Wayne as well. Um, and so once we moved, I just never did anything about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so we talked about it and we're like, all right, like, let's do this. So we actually opened it. We opened the LLC together, mm -hmm. um, which is super cool. It's just one of those things that I wanted to be able to do with my wife. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm in the process of, you know, finding a place and, talking with a couple of manufacturers for, you know, some sponsorship type things. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see, see where it goes. And for everyone out there, like, don't get concerned. Ryan's still going to work here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's not like leaving us to start the studio. That's going to no. be stuff that he does on the side. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is a uh, supplemental thing. A hundred percent. HD will hopefully be the designing, <laughs> the yeah. designing acquisitions in it. But, um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, it's completely on the side. Um, and there's not really like Atmos rooms around here. So I'm kind of hoping to hit the list on, you know, being one of the first Atmos rooms yeah. in the area. And so, um, yeah. So honestly, though, I'm just kind of excited for like, for me, honestly, mm -hmm. like, like completely selfishly, like just being able to be back in it. Yeah. Um, and then it's just kind of like, all right, whatever comes of it comes from it. Like, yeah. and we'll see what, see what happens. So nice. Yeah. Um, 
let's talk a little bit about Rivet Shack yeah. and how you joined our band. Yeah. Um, uh, we recently were in the need for a, a new guitarist. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Ryan's a great guitarist. I'll ask him. <laughs> and you said yes, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we had our first gig a little while ago, maybe a month or so ago. And, yeah, and so uh, much fun. Loved went, it. Went great, you yeah. know. Um, and uh, I, I want to play more next year. Yes. So I hope you're you're up for that. Yeah. We, we've kind of been dormant for a little bit, playing like two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, every time that we do play, I'm like, that was so much fun. Yeah. Like, why am I not doing more of that? Yeah. So uh, that's the goal. And I also have a, we've talked about this, where I yeah. have a personal goal of, at least writing enough songs for an EP mm-hmm. that we can go up to uh, Traverse City area and uh, yeah. f- um, record it at Susu Studio with Chip Freeman. Yep, like that is that's the goal. I don't know if the recording will happen this year, but all the songs, <laughs> yeah, need to be written this year. Yeah, so. I'm super excited for that. And honestly, like playing with, with Rivet Track was so much fun. Um, and it, it was again, it just goes back to like one of the small world things where it's like okay, our drummer, Neil, like I knew him because I went to high school with his daughter. And then from working in the industry, I knew him. And then the old guitarist who I ended up replacing, like Paul Miller. Yeah. Yeah. We're both from Kokomo. (laughs) Like, so it's just, and you had the same guitar teacher, I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we both went to ball state, um, at different times, but yeah. So had the same guitar professor and everything. So small world, but yeah, love playing in rivet shack. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's one of those where it's like, all right, like, Hey, here are the songs. So I think I uh, ended up bumping up the because Rivet Shack was actually in my like top plate or my year wrap up for 23 nice. because I listened to it so much to like figure out how to play the parts. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's it's so much fun. It was cool to be on stage again. It's been a long time. So, yeah. Yeah, that was right. fun. 2024, we'll do more of that. Yeah, have to. Um, all right. So when you interviewed me and Oscar and Luke, um, <laughs> you had questions from your wife Lexi that you, you is like quick rapid fire questions yep. and I remember what they are so I'm going to ask you <laughs> okay. to turn the tables on you yep. uh, first question is Coke or Pepsi Coke easy all right next um, <laughs> next question is favorite uh, Mario Kart character yeah so it's I flip back and forth between Yoshi and Shy Guy I'm usually mm-hmm. Yoshi though yeah, and it tells you can tell a lot about people with these <laughs> questions. By the way, uh, he answered the first one correctly. Second one, I, I do Yoshi as well, uh, so we're on the same wavelength. Um, yeah, Luke's the only one so far that's answered Pepsi. I don't know what we might have to fire him. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know if that's the greatest idea because he might like mess with the video or something, uh, make us look strange, light us incorrectly. Yeah, you know? that's true. We can't we can't do that. So it's fine if he drinks Pepsi. Um, <laughs> I, this wasn't her question, but favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah, so <laughs> we've talked about that one before. Yeah. Where uh, so growing up, um, it was like I would usually gravitate towards like Leonardo, mm-hmm. and then now, like as an adult, I'm between Michelangelo and Donatello. Yeah, that's so. Why don't you just name all of them? Say Raphael. Yeah, Raphael is like really, but no, like just as a person, like I yes. feel like I like can relate to because like I feel like. I'm very logical, like in my thought process. Yeah. So it's like, all right, that's very Donatello. Yeah. But then I'm also like very outgoing with things. So yeah. like that's more Michelangelo. So yeah. yeah. So I relate to both. Uh, Donatello is my guy because he's an engineer. <laughs> right. And I like him. Totally for that makes reason. sense. Yeah. But uh, um, all right. Uh, how about a guilty pleasure um, uh, of yours? Oh yeah. Like film or oh. TV or music or. I remember because Lexi was. Oh, what was it? Because when we talked about that for you, she was like 
you know yours is this. Oh, and well, and it wasn't even something I was embarrassed about. What was it? I can't remember. I really like rom-coms. So yeah. like like The Proposal like is one of my favorite <laughs> yes. movies. Um, I like that. But again, like, I mean, I like what yeah. I like. Like, no shame. <laughs> yeah, that, that totally works. Yeah. Um, awesome. So uh, we, uh, this, you know, we're coming up, we're filming this in, in uh, late 2023 and coming up yeah. on a new year. Like what, uh, what things uh, personally or professionally, like, are you looking forward to in the new year? Yeah. Um, the continued growth, honestly. Um, yeah. I won't like talk numbers, but like I have a pretty big number, like in my head for, uh, for our growth for next year sales wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just some outreach goals that I have as far as like different groups I want to reach out to that we haven't to in the past. Um, and then, um, the fact that we're like moving into a new office, I'm really, really excited about that, honestly. Um, and then also the fact that we're bringing on George Waller. Um, so he's starting in June. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that he will be involved a little bit, like in the sales process, um, it'll free me up to do like more of the outreach stuff. So I'm really excited about just being able to do more of that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Any big plans personally and just outside of work for the new year? Um, not really. You have a vacation. Yeah. Whatever. My yeah. wife and I are, yep. We're going down to Florida actually for a concert is the whole reason for going down. I didn't know that. Yeah. What, so what concert? We're going to see ripe, um, in February in Jupiter, Florida, oh, cool. um, which ironically my grandmother happens to have a place down there. Okay. So, um, so, and it's right when she's going to be down there. So we're going to go down and see my grandmother, but then, uh, Ripe is playing at a seafood festival. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so we're going to get really good food, and we're going to go see one of our favorite bands. Isn't the cover of their album that was your favorite album of the year has, like, a wave? Yes. Maybe, like, they're pigeonholing themselves into only aquatic Yeah, right? (laughs) Which Uh, is funny, because they're they're all, like, Berkeley people, so they're from Boston. (laughs) But, um, yeah, they they did make my uh, favorite album of the year, though, which is super cool. That is Um, cool. Yeah, so I'm excited. It'll be like my third or fourth time seeing them. So yeah, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, so yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, uh, this wasn't so painful, right? right no, like it was, it was fine. It was it's fairly just painless. Talking. Yeah, it's totally fine. You're right. Um, just with a bunch of cameras and a microphone in front. Of me. <laughs> that's it. That is it. Uh, but yeah, I, I really appreciate you being here, not on the podcast, but just yeah at our company. Me too. Um, I think that you, um, you know, you do everything. Uh, at the highest level and and uh, I'm so glad that you uh, said yes even when I didn't have a job description written for you so I we create that. it as we go it's all right <laughs> <laughs> sounds good so that's been another episode of the sound project thanks for being a part of it um, if you could comment below what your favorite Mario Kart uh, character is uh, I'd really like to know that because hopefully people um, you know they agree with me and Ryan <laughs> Yoshi is probably the best but Have your own opinions, comment it below, and we'll see you next week.